welcome to my nightmare. No, really, thank you. This is amazing. You guys are beautiful and so supportive and loving and enabling. Um, it's really great. Thank you so much for being here. We have a special treat for you tonight. We're going to get you a little warm, warmed up before the big act. Um, this, this guy is not Max's funniest friend, but he thinks he is. You may, you may remember him from uh, the show called Gone Too Far Wedding Edition. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Matt Sevchek. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks. No, yeah, the whole song. Once this song is over, I'll start. This is usually where I'm lowered from the rafters dressed as Jesus Christ, but, you know, we'll, we'll make it work. I've got some notes on my phone. You guys bear with me in case I forget where I am. It's going to help me keep on, on track, okay? So just, it's really great to be here out here in um, Kansas City. Thanks. Thanks. Max is turning 43 tonight. Everybody give him a round of applause. 43 years young. It's funny, because Max woke up a few weeks ago and was like, I could do 40 minutes of stand-up, right? I mean, that's going to be too easy, you know? <laughs> what kind of person thinks that their musings and observations without any practice is going to be entertaining to everybody? I'll tell you, a white guy. I read a study. I read a study the other day from Hewlett-Packard. Women will apply for a job or like a promotion when they've met 100% of the qualifications, but men will only apply, or men will apply after they've only met like 50%, okay? White guys walk around all day thinking stuff like, I could captain a boat. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't be that hard. I could have, I could have invented Go-Gurts. It's just yogurt in a ketchup packet, right? I could invade Iraq. How, how hard could it be? I can make that joke, okay? I actually did invade Iraq a couple of years ago. Those of you who don't know, I was in the Army. And you know what? When I was leaving, things were getting better over there. Things were getting a little more modern. They were starting to get stuff like fast food. You know, things were a little bit different. Like, over here we have Burger King. Over there they have Burger Sultan. Right? Yeah. And Wendy's is Infidel Slut. <laughs> Bad. It's bad. It's a bad joke. Hey, I cleared it with two. I cleared it with two white guys. Okay, so so it's cool. I promise. So I donated to Wikipedia the other day when I was drunk. I figured after all of the term papers they helped me write in college, it was the least I could do. Here's the deal. Here's something I will never donate to, and that's your Kickstarter to study abroad. Okay. It is bad enough I'm going to have to hear stories about you studying abroad. I'm not going to fucking finance it, okay? I don't care about you going to Barcelona to get drunk for six weeks, okay? I already sent the 1992 Dream Team there. There are no more worlds to conquer, all right? I'm talking about Jordan, Pippin, Isaiah Thomas. Candace, my mom's friend from church's daughter? No, you don't need to go over there. It's kind of a dumb joke because I was eight years old in 1992. I wasn't paying any taxes. 
I mean, what, what kind of taxes is an eight-year-old going to pay, right? Learning fractions tax? Stupid. <laughs> Don't worry. That's going to come back. <laughs> ah, all right, here we go. Pizza classes. Okay. I was at a pizza place the other day, and I saw a little sign-up sheet for pizza classes. Pizza classes. All right? We have a childhood obesity epidemic in this country. We do not need to be sending kids to pizza class. And I am on the front lines of this fight. I have two boys right now. My first kid, Michael, will not eat a damn thing. I promise. If you held a gun to his head and said, eat this carrot, he'd be like, I guess I'm the new man of the house. <laughs> and we will be watching Transformers anytime I want. Okay? My other kid, Adam, he's the opposite. He will not stop eating. It drives me crazy because he's just a little round chub. But you guys have heard of uh, Baby Gap? We have to take him to Baby Gap Big and Tall. <laughs> so pizza class. I'm just, you know. You're going to get a Christmas card. Kids used to do, like, piano lessons, right? They used to do, like, karate. You're going to get a Christmas card, and it's going to be like, oh, little Timmy is... Uh, doing good. He's entering third grade. He loves playing PlayStation with his friends, and he is a black belt in meat lovers. <laughs> he is also under audit from the IRS for not paying his learning fractions tax. What? He came back. I told you guys that it was going to come back. So Max is turning 43. That's pretty awesome. He's getting older. A lot of us in this room are maybe getting a little older. I'll tell you how you can tell that you're getting older. You injure yourself doing stupid stuff, okay? You maybe used to get injured like hiking or like playing basketball. Nowadays, I'm feeling so much older, I I'll get injured just like waking up in general, like from sleep, or like if I'm taking a particularly stubborn shit. <laughs> Susie, no, it's killing. That joke you wrote, it's really good. <laughs> I'll like walk it with a limp into work and people will be like, oh man, what happened? Were you like playing basketball? I'll be like, no, I forgot to stretch before I went to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I'm sorry, Britt. <laughs> it's funny, the idiom, take a shit. Cause you're not really taking anything, are you? <laughs> Let's think about it. If you are walking away from the toilet with more poop than you started with, you did it wrong. You did it wrong. It's true. Really, it should be called give a shit, except that already means something, too. When you give a shit, you, you care about something, right? But is that the best way to show someone that you care? Let's, let's think about that. Oh, man, me and Rachel are, uh, we're going to call it quits. It's going to be tough on the kids, but ultimately, it's going to be better. Oh, dude. I'm so sorry to hear that. You know what? Why don't you come over after work? And I will cook up a big steaming turd for you. Okay, what's the next? All right. Here's another thing about no, I don't really have any more. Let's talk about let's talk about Gaston. We'll make it good for the kids, right? Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Okay, Gaston and his eponymous song, Gaston, sings about eating four dozen eggs every morning to help him grow large. And I think we kind of gloss over it. <laughs> four dozen 
eggs. That is 48 eggs every morning. The chickens are going to go on strike, okay? And before you say, how are chickens going to go on strike? Okay, the furniture can talk, Victor, all right? So the chickens can form organized labor, all right? Just quit troubleshooting me. I see you back there. Anyway, the egg salesman in that town must live in a damn mansion. Because then later in the song, he ups it to five dozen eggs. Now, how did that conversation go? Uh, hey, uh, Pierre, you know how I buy 48 eggs every morning? Yeah, Gaston. It's weird. I need you to make it 60 eggs. What you don't know is every scene where he's not singing or wooing Belle or trying to kill the beast, he is out on an outhouse somewhere because he eats 60 eggs every morning. It is ridiculous. <laughs> Belle is lucky that she didn't marry him because she would have just been scrambling eggs <laughs> all day. Plus, he was insensitive and vain. Let's talk about Ursula. <laughs> Let's talk about Ursula from The Little Mermaid. You guys have seen The Little Mermaid, right? So here's what Ursula does. Ursula makes deals with mermaids that are down on their luck, and she knows that they're not going to be able to fulfill their contracts, and then she turns them into little seaweeds. <laughs> to what end? To what end? What is the point, right? And why do people keep going to her? Oh, man, I can't pay the mortgage on my cave. I'm thinking about going to see Ursula, the sea witch. And my brother-in-law went to see her. He's a little seaweed now. I think I'm still going to go. Let's talk about Jafar. Yeah, well, rule of threes. Now, Jafar, I think, would be a competent administrator, relatively speaking. Because think about the sultan, okay? You guys all saw the sultan. He sees like a rug and he's like freaking out. He's playing with like little Arabian animal Legos or something. But here's the thing that really gets me. Iago, or Jafar walks in, he's got Iago, the little parrot. And the sultan is like, let me whip out some crackers from my robes and feed Iago. He just had those crackers in his robes. <laughs> that means every morning the sultan, the, the king of Agrabah wakes up and says, okay, do I have everything? I've got my phone, I've got my keys. Oh, I better grab some crackers and put them in my robe in case I see a bird. These are the actions of an insane person, okay? What else, what else do we got? All right, this is a joke that Ryan Drews requested. I saw a commercial the other day for bounty paper towels. The commercial was like, bounty paper towels, man, they're so strong. You could use them and then wash them out, and you could reuse the paper towels. I got news for you. <laughs> he likes it. He likes it. I got news for you. If you're reusing paper towels, you're fucking poor. You are not going to be able to afford Bounty. You are buying Aldi's brand. Cut up your fucking nose when you blow your nose. Paper towels. Okay? So... Hey, you know what? I love Aldi. I go to Aldi like every day. Okay, so here's here's my final bit. I want to talk about being a father. It's it's the most amazing thing that ever happened to me. I didn't know I was capable of so much love until I became a father. That's serious. Earlier I was making fun of my kids a little bit. I was making fun of Adam, who's a large little boy. We call him Thadam. It's not... Never to his face. Never to his face. 
It's always to his face. We always call him that to his face. Look, they're beautiful. They're beautiful little boys. I love them so much. And being coming a dad, it really hits you. You don't even know if you're ready for it. I remember we went to the hospital, and I had my cell phone in my pocket. And then after the boy was delivered, I looked down, and my, my phone was in a belt clip. I don't know how it happened. It just, it just, it just happens to you. Um, I've become real emotional since I've become a dad, too. I, I'll see, like, commercials or I'll see movie trailers, and they'll start to make me cry. Seriously, and I, I can't watch, you know, like, on the news sometimes, they'll report on bad things that happen, and it's just too much for me. I'll be like, let's put it on Wheel of Fortune, okay? Just change it. I don't want to watch that. But I'll tell you what. Nothing is as bad as Victor Whitley's Twitter feed, okay? Does anybody in here follow Victor? Oh my God, anything bad, anything bad that happens to a kid in the greater Kansas City area, he is all over it. He's like reporting at the scene. He will retweet it. So I wrote this joke the other day and I was like, well, let me see if that's still true because I'm sorry, dude, I had, I had to mute you once I became a dad, all right? I'm still following you. All right, all right. Friday, March 6th, relative tries to drown toddler in apartment pool. Why would you retweet that? Why were you like, everybody needs to know about that? Thursday, March 5th, three-year-old wounded in apparent accidental shooting in Atchison home. March 1st, video shows daycare teacher throwing a three-year-old. February 27th, how a young humpback whale ended up dead in a forest. Even the whales? Even the whales, Victor? All right, hey, thanks everybody. You guys were really awesome. I'm gonna turn it back over to Susie. Good, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Let's hear it again for Matt. Okay, just some housekeeping real quick. Um, we do have a Snapchat filter. I don't know how many millennials we have in the room, but um, Snapchat filter, if you want to use it. If you don't know how to use that, I'm not going to teach you. Uh, okay. <clears throat> You know, an interesting thing, though, about this basement, it's not, this is not the first time Max has used this basement creatively. So I'm going to tell you about uh, last Halloween. I came down to, there were black lights involved, there were strobe lights, there was a lot of darkness, I think there was a blindfold, it was a whole haunted house built, built down here. Um, so I, there's creepy music, bought on Amazon. Lou probably has that. You like Amazon, right? Um, <clears throat> so I, I go through this. I have to crawl. Um, out. It's kind of like an escape room, kind of just a standard haunted house. It's really weird. It's intricate. Um, and it took me a long time to get through it. I was very uncomfortable with it, to be honest. At one point, I had to reach my hand into, like, this, this, Ziploc bag bowl of uh, worms, which was like just spaghetti, <laughs> cooked spaghetti. Um, <clears throat> it's the last time Max actually prepared a meal for me. <laughs> um, but no, I, I got to the end and it was great. And I just thought, I stood back and thought, wow, did you do all this just for me? And he said, yeah. Yeah, I thought it would be funny. <laughs> and I said, you know what would be really funny? 
if I could park my car in the garage. <laughs> oh. No, we love him. He's the birthday boy. He's 35 today. And um, he's my husband. Please welcome to the stage, Max Kreitzer. This isn't the part of the song that I wanted, but... Well, that was at the end of the song. All right, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Susie. Thank you all for coming. I uh, got, got a lot of friends and family here. Yeah, that's enough clapping. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, a lot of friends and family are here, but there's one friend who couldn't make it. Danny, Danny West couldn't make it today because uh, he got a vasectomy today. So he couldn't come. That's my set. All right, don't tell him I did that. Uh, okay, my name is Max. Uh, yes, like the animal that you know. I don't mind that people bring up pets when they, <laughs> when they meet me because I love talking about pets. I feel bad for people with human names because... <laughs> Like, what do they talk about? Like, and they'll be like, you know, did you say your name was Darren? That's my accountant's uh, name. <laughs> and Darren's like, no way. <laughs> Should we move in together? Because Darren's are lonely. How, how much do strangers talk to you? Because I, I feel like they talk to me more. I, I was just uh, getting gas the other day, and a guy was rubbing his arm. And he looked at me and he goes, cat got me. I was like, oh, all right. And then he kept rubbing it and he looked at me again and he goes, I played with it too rough when it was a kitten. I was like, I was like wait a minute, is he talking to me? Or am I just reading his thoughts? And I, I, don't, I don't have a joke for this next thing, but this just happened yesterday. I was at the grocery store and a lady was out I don't have a punchline, but I'm just gonna go with it. Susie, sorry, she told me not to do this, but the... I'm sure you were right, I'm sure you were right, but I went to the grocery store and there was a lady outside and she was like looking under all the cars. She was like walking around and uh, I got out of the car, I didn't say anything, but I looked at her and she looked at me and she goes, I think my soda rolled away. <laughs> and it had, we found it, but it was... It was really far away, and like she went to go pick it up, and I was like, "Do I wait here? Like, I, like am I a part of this now?" And she went and got it, and she looked at it for a long time, and then she looked back, and I'm glad I stayed because she looked back, and she was like, "Found it!" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, great! Closure. This is the last time we'll talk closure." <laughs> uh, I'm already off track here. <laughs> Let's see, names, strangers. We did all that. <laughs> I love dogs. I do love dogs. <laughs> That's the actual transition. Uh, my dog Winnie is here. She's running around and yep, yep. And uh, sometimes my wife says that I have a wife too, Susie. She's here. Sometimes my wife Susie is like, uh, "You love the dog more than you love me," and yeah, Winnie and I have a good time together. 
But and I hold her hand as she falls asleep, but I'm not gonna marry Winnie. I'm not gonna be the first guy to divorce his wife and marry the dog. Because of all the civil rights battles you have to go through, like court things. You have to hire a me- like a PR team. You have to go on a media defensive tour. And they all ask, they all wanna know the same thing. <laughs> they'd all wanna they'd all ask the same question. On the morning shows they'd be like, How's the bedroom? <laughs> but on the radio on the radio shows, they'd be more rude about it. They'd be like, uh, how's your sex life? You getting tired of doggy style yet? And I have to be like, hey, that's my wife. <laughs> but <laughs> I do love, I love my wife. And uh, I hate when people meet her first, though, because then they meet me and they're like, that's too bad for her. <laughs> but, and I... <laughs> I think they're like, oh, he probably makes a lot of money, but I don't. In fact, women make 30% less than men, and she makes twice as much as me. So I don't, I don't know. But she's really cool about it. She's really fair about it. We don't fight about money. Whenever, whenever we go out to eat, I pay. <laughs> but if we go to the grocery store or something, I pay. But like entertainment, entertainment and movies, I pay. <laughs> uh, and uh, every like 17th time, she'll be like, babe, I, I'll, I'll get this one. But then I realized she has like a different card from a different bank with different money. And I was like, oh shit, what does she think I've been doing? Like, I, I've been using the joint account for everything. <laughs> I have a debit card, but it expired two years ago. And I don't make enough money to like split it up into two accounts. Like. I'm not gonna take a slice of bread and make a smaller slice of bread so I can have two sandwiches, even though that's how a sandwich works. So I think. So, let's see, sandwich joke, what was it? Oh, she works from home, Susie works from home, and uh, we love it now. It was a, it was a little bit of a transition. Uh, for one thing, when your spouse works from home, when you get home, oh, we got the first people leaving. Too much Capri Sun? Get him out of here. OC, thanks for representing. I got an OC joke coming up. Ready for it? Can we get some more Capri Sun down here? Just gotta be drunk for it. So, (laughs) Katie was like, that's too far. Too much. Where was I? Working from home. Thank you, Matt. Working from home. So it was a little bit of a transition. I already said that. I got that. All right. All right. That's my set. No, so uh, working from home. So it took a little bit because uh, Susie, like, when you work from home, she doesn't talk to anybody all day. So when you get home, she wants to tell you everything she did that day. And the first time it happened, I kind of freaked out. She sat me down. She was like, yeah, oh, hey, I had a lot. Thank you for coming home. Have Take a seat. Uh... Here's some charts I went over today. I got a few meetings set up. I got, did a bunch of phone calls. Here's some Excel sheets. And the first time it happened, I freaked out. I was like, did I forget that I work here? <laughs> and, and, uh, but it got better over time. But I was always so supportive that that turned into that I wasn't paying attention. So like, I'd be like, oh, everything looks good. You know, <laughs> Everything looks great. And she'd be like, OK, yeah. Can I have some specific feedback? <laughs> and the first time she asked me, I fucked up pretty bad. 
Because there's one thing that when your spouse works from home, does anyone's spouse work from home? Okay. All right. All right. There's one thing you don't bring up when your spouse works from works from home. I'm looking at Drew's. Uh, you don't bring up house chores at all. You don't bring them up during the week at all because you'll get into a weird fight. I don't want to. I don't want to take sides or talk about the intricacies, but you'll hear weird things like "I eat lunch at lunch," which doesn't make sense <laughs> unless your spouse works from home. So. Here's how you don't get in a fight about that. If you come home, uh, just don't don't talk about chores. And if and if it looks like a tornado went off in your house, and you check your weather app, and a tornado was in the area, but you aren't sure, and they don't bring it up, don't bring it up. <laughs> don't say shit. Don't even look at anything because if you look at it, they'll take that as you're confirming the mess. So just let it go. Don't bring it up. And uh, I didn't know this at the time. I didn't know this one. And so she asked for specific feedback. And I, was, I thought the thought that um, <laughs> causes most fights is like, I'll make a joke about this. And get, get out of it. Because I wasn't paying attention. I was like, oh, um, babe, I'm, I'm surprised you did all this work because uh, <laughs> it looks like you spent most of the day setting things on the counter. <laughs> and she, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she slammed her laptop closed and she went back up to the office and then like, Five minutes later, I got an email from HR. I was like, oh, shit. I do work here. But it's cool. Susie's great. She loves, uh, she tolerates these things. And she loves doing family stuff. She loves my parents. And uh, they're getting older, so that could change. Because <laughs> I don't like older men, but... I don't mean I don't mean I don't mean old men like an age. I'm not talking about an age. I'm talking about a genre, okay? All right, like you know, Dad, you're a little older. I'm not talking about you. You know, Tom, you're a little older. I'm not talking about you. Kent, Kent, Ken is here. There's a genre of I'm just Donna. Tell him the joke later. Can't hear, but. I, the, there's this genre of older men. It's it's when you know you don't have to turn into an old man. It just happens to some people. My great grandpa, great grandpa Gossett, lived to be 97. Gus Gossett, bless, God rest his. He never turned into an old man. He was always with it. He was always sharp, right, Mom? You could always, yeah. Uh, his eyes gave out, but that. Uh, I don't mean he couldn't see anymore. That would have been a blessing. I mean, the gelatin in his eyes <laughs> came undone. And I'm not going to talk anymore about it because my mom's here and it'll make her gag and I don't want to bring it up. So that's the last thing I'm going to say about it. Mom, do you remember on Easter when, <laughs> when I was like, why does grandpa's eyes look like Cadbury eggs? <laughs> no, but I'm not talking about grandpa gossip, all right? He was great. Are you still with us, Mom? We got a long way to go here. Uh, old soup eyes. He was the. <laughs> I'm not talking about him. So I'm talking about the com the kind of older man who uh, old man who. I'll describe them so you know who I'm talking about. They wear a dark shirt, so you can see pieces of their head all over their shirt. <laughs> it looks like they shaved a styrofoam cap on top of their head. 
It's like, how, mu how much skin can you lose off your head before we see your brain? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> but they're useless because men aren't that useful now. But when you get to be an older man, if you're in this type of genre, I'm not talking about you guys. Who's ever, I'm not talking about you, Steven, Cade, I'm not talking about you. Oh, man. That's all right. You got a cool hat on. It's youth. That's a symbol of youth, this backwards hat. I'm trying to look young. I know. You look great. But so old men become useless. Like, you ever seen at the airport? They, uh, oh, I missed the fart. We're going to come back. We're going to come back. You ever seen them at the airport where uh, O.C.'s getting bored? I got a joke for you, O.C., coming up. Hour and a half. We'll get to there. And. But old men in the airport, they're useless um, because they'll be in a wheelchair for no reason. You're like, what happened? Did you break both your legs? And they're like, no, I'm old. You're like, that's not an excuse. And if you are in a wheelchair at the airport for no reason, you should be in charge of the trip. Your laptop open, you should be checking weather patterns, like printing boarding passes. But they don't do that. They can barely hold their boarding pass. You ever seen one of their wives? They're like, hey, can you hold your boarding pass? Like, oh, like, just hold your boarding pass. Just keep it on your fat stomach that I shoved two feet down your dribble-soaked pee pants, you gooseneck loser. It's like, oh, all right. But I like when they, I like it when they do try it and they try to lift their wife's like really light luggage and put it in the overhead because they get to about here and they start shaking like, huh. and then some ten-year-old has to come up and help them. Slam dunking up there like LeBron James and the wind blows the old man back. He starts doing that old man slow motion fall that, you know, he's like, Ugh, like he could get out of if he had any ambition whatsoever to get out of. I don't think I'm better than old men. Like, I just, I've fallen a lot and it's never jeopardized my freedom. But I'll, okay, here's the part that I missed. I want to go back. Just we'll cut this one. Old, old man, huh? They got, they, they have a desert. <laughs> They, they're the only ones who have a chair. Did your grandpa have a chair at the house? Like, hey, this is grandpa's chair? Yeah, all right, that's weird, right? And I, my grandpa was in a wheelchair, and he still had a chair in the house, and that was weird, and I, I was thinking about it, and like, I was like, grandpa wasn't a paranoid schizophrenic. Like, it's the grandma. Who, I wish Brute was here, because she's gonna have to cover O.C.'s ears, but it's, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's the grandma who designates the chair grandpa's chair because she'll walk by and she sees like that it's messed up because when you come an old man like if you get scared or if you sneeze or something everything comes out you know shit and piss and <laughs> good girl OC keep it going and you only get two chances with a cushion so like you know like grandma <laughs> so grandma's walking by and she sees the cushions fucked up and she's like she's like she walks by and she's like Oh, oh, God. And she picks it up, and she sees the other side is worse, and she's like, all right, Grandpa, this is your chair now. All right? Don't let anybody near this chair. Don't let any of the grandkids anywhere near this fuckfest of a chair. You monster. That's how Grandpa gets his chair. All right, OC, you're good now. I was just going to say, is she listening? She's scared. Let's see. Cuss in front of your knees. I have no idea where we are. Old man, blah, blah, blah. Oh, airport. I'm done with the airport, but that set me back on track. So, But uh, my parents aren't like that. My parents are cool. 
I love my parents, and my parents never lied to me as a kid because sometimes, oh, <laughs> sometimes adults. <laughs> all right, all right, OC back. <laughs> then I got ears coming up. Sometimes adults lie to little kids. You ever seen a? You ever seen an adult? You're at. You're at. <laughs> I'm gonna clean this up. I don't know how though. I don't know how. All right. Okay. So you're at a picnic. <laughs> you're eating watermelon. You know that lie that parents tell you when you're eating watermelon? Like you're like, it's a summer day. Yeah. They're like, oh, you enjoying that watermelon? Well, be careful, because if you fuck that watermelon, you'll get pregnant. <laughs> Yeah. Where's Brett? Oh, there she is. All right, all right, all right. So, yep, there's that lie. All right, I will see. Oh, so you can, I'm going to do your joke now. This is for you. You can let go of your ears. This is for All right, so, but now you can't lie to kids because they can just look it up on the internet. You ever seen a baby find, a, find its baby show on baby Netflix? They can't even talk yet. And the mom will be like, hey, you want to watch your baby show? And the baby will be like, mm. And then the mom gives the baby the phone, and then the baby like unlocks the phone with the mom's face. And then it deletes the web history because it doesn't want to be caught with your weird browser, like your weird searches. Like, why, why are you looking up sore nipples, you weird baby? <laughs> the baby doesn't want to explain because it can't talk. I don't know. So it deletes that, finds this baby show, and it watches baby Netflix. Uh, my niece, Osi, opened up Netflix the other day, and she saw that two of her Garfield shows had been watched. And she looked at Tice, and she said, uh, hey, Tice, have you been watching Garfield without me? <laughs> and Tice is three, so he was like, I don't know. <laughs> and Osi was like, that's fine. <laughs> Just so you know, we're going to have to watch those over. <laughs> And I thought it was funny because like, I was like, Tice doesn't care, man. <laughs> Tice watches Boss Baby all the time. Like, he's like, yeah, like, like, he watches The Grinch when it's not Christmas. He doesn't. I, I, I asked him one time, like, hey, Tice, how many times have you watched Boss Baby? And he said, 100. And I said, you've seen Boss Baby 100 times? And he goes, no, 100% of my life. <laughs> Don't you like Boss Baby? Yeah, yeah, you know. He's like, I wish I was watching it right now. Oh, she's like, I gotta catch up on Garfield. Now I'm lost again, because that was an ad. Your parents don't lie to you. My parents don't lie to me, it's what I thought. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Oh, God. I already owe her pretty big for this. Well done. <laughs> no, my parents, I used to think my parents didn't lie to me. Until a few years ago when I started a new job and there were some younger people working there and I was trying to find ways to relate to them and talk to them. Because I, I don't know who little Zan is. Does anybody know who little Zan is? Don't you do <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's, yeah. It's inappropriate. It's weird. He's a third, I don't know, he's 13? Three million dollar. There's, uh, I'm not going to go into it. It's anything called SoundCloud. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. <laughs> Thank God for you. The, I got you back. So what were we talking about? All right, yeah, so 
Susie, what were we talking about? You didn't think your parents lied to you. Oh, yeah. Your parents don't lie to me. Oh, that's right, that's right. I'm not trying to impress them. That was made up. <laughs> you kind of added stuff in there. That made it weird. But I was like, I've got to fit in with these kids. And they, then they start, finally started talking about getting their ears pierced. And I was like, oh, finally, I have a, I have a story like this. <laughs> Britt knows. Same parents. And so <laughs> I was like, I waited until they were done. <laughs> you got to go to the back for this part. <laughs> I waited until they were done, and I was like, oh, yes, young children, I also have a tale of ear piercing. Not me, mind you. No, I was like, I was like, yeah, uh, uh, my dad had a hole in his ear right here, and it looked like he got his ear pierced, but he didn't. <laughs> and then I stopped, because I knew the next thing I was going to say was total bullshit, but I didn't, I didn't know him that well, so I had to like go on with the story. And so I was like, uh, I was like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I got heckled by a three-year-old. Yeah. So, the, so I was like, I didn't know them that well. So I was like, I got to finish this story. I got to, because I can't stop in the middle of it. Because I knew people whose parents lied to them when they were kids. And they never thought about it later on in life. And I always thought they were so stupid. I'll give you an example. There was a kid who was like, he never wore hats, and it was 1994. I was wearing hats, and he was like, um, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that joke. He was like, oh, yeah. I was like, why don't you wear hats? And he was like, I don't wear hats because my dad was bald, and I asked him why he was bald when I was a kid, and he said, I wore too many hats. <laughs> and I heard him say that, and I was like, you are a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> I will never be like you. <laughs> and so... I can't, ex so I just go with the lie. So I'm like, yeah, my dad had his uh, ear pierced. It looked like he had his ear pierced, but it, it wasn't pierced. Uh, while he was sleeping, he rolled over on a tack. And then I looked away so that, so they wouldn't take any follow-up questions. But it didn't work, because one, one of the girls was like, why was there a tack in his bed? And without missing a beat, I was like, well, he had a world map above his... In, college he had a world map above his bed one of the tacks must have fallen and that didn't work either so the next girl was like but how did it go through his ear without him feeling it and again without even thinking about it i was like well you gotta remember it's the 70s and tacks were thinner back then <laughs> everything was and i was like god damn max that was like such a good lie it's almost like you were born to lie. Like, lying is in your genes. And then I, I knew that they didn't buy it, so I added one more thing. I was like, uh, my dad was a wrestler, so you know how, like, wrestlers have the messed up ears? That He had the messed up ears with a thin tack. I'm going to lunch. It was 10.30. So I go, I go to the car, and I call my mom. And I'm like, hey, mom. And she was like, what's wrong? Because it wasn't her birthday. <laughs> she made a sad face. You got to... All right, and I, I was like, she was like, I was like, nothing, mom. And she goes, we don't have any money. And I go, I know I grew up with you. And she was like, what's wrong? I, oh, I already did that joke. But anyway, so I was like, mom, did, did dad have his ear pierced? And I could hear my dad in the background. He goes, did the boy find my earring? I was like, yeah, put dad on. I was like, Dad, 
I forgot an integral part of this story. <laughs> I'll just tell it and see what happens. So I was like, Dad, because I, I started thinking about all the lies they told me. And I was like, Dad, when George, when I was, <laughs> I have a reminder right here to do this joke. Anyway, I was like, Dad, when I was in playing t-ball and I was on second base and I wet my pants and you told me, don't worry about it. George Brett wet his pants on second base. <laughs> but nobody knew about it. His pants just turned yellow. I was like, was that true? And dad goes, well, if it was true, nobody would know about it. His pants would just turn yellow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I just used that on, in a job interview. And my dad was like, why would you use pee in your pants in a job interview? <laughs> it gets worse, Tice. It's going to get worse. <laughs> He doesn't like talking about his papa and grandma. <laughs> They're not liars. You'll find out. So then I was like, all right, uh, dad, can you put mom back on the phone? And he was like, yeah. I was like, hey, mom, do squirrels run in circles when they're trying to attract a mate? She was like, what? No, mom, I feel like I was very clear. Do squirrels <laughs> run in circles? when they're attracting a mate. And she goes, not that I know, but I go, that's funny. Because you remember when I scared that squirrel into the street and it got hit by a car and it started running around in circles and I asked you if it, <laughs> I asked you if it was okay and you said, yeah, squirrels run in circles to attract a mate. And then you followed up the next day with uh, telling me that you saw that same squirrel and it had met a squirrel girlfriend and they were gonna get married. And she goes, oh honey, if a squirrel got hit in our street, the neighbor would have eaten it. <laughs> and I go, all right, mom. That doesn't make any sense. Why would our neighbor, Santa Claus, have to eat food from the middle of the road? I know it's not the real Santa Claus. I, our, the, our neighbor was an old guy, had a long scraggly beard, and he was a model for Hallmark down the road. Kent, can you verify that? Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, uh, I was like, why, why would Santa Claus, you know, did Hallmark cards not pay him enough money? Why would he have to eat roadkill? And my mom was like, oh, honey. And I was like, why would you make that lie up? Why would you tell me that our neighbor was a model for Santa Claus at Hallmark cards? And she's like, well, you saw him in the road with a trash bag over his shoulder, and I had to tell you something. <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't make sense, because I was like, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha you now. I was like, that doesn't make sense, Mom, because one time I asked you, why is his skin yellow? And you said, I don't know, because he, he ate potatoes? <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right. So which one is it? And then she was like, Max, honey, do you remember, do you remember his dog? You remember everything about him. You remember his dog. And I did remember his dog, and all the anger left my body, and I just thought about that dog. I used to walk home from school and like run home to tell the dog about my day, when I had a bad day. I loved that dog. And when it went missing, <laughs> I looked for it <laughs> for two summers. I looked in every creek. I threw bones in the alley. And my mom was like, do you remember his do the dog's name? And at this point, I do kind of remember the dog's name, but I need to hear, I need to hear it from her.
I was like, well, no, Mom, what's the dog's name? And she was like, the dog's name was Potatoes. <laughs> You lied to me about the George Brett thing. You lied to me to protect me. Do you realize the only reason I'm not scarred for life is because through a zany set of circumstances, I was confused when you told me Santa ate my best friend? <laughs> I'm glad that you're so close, Mom, to the front. It's going to get worse, Mom. So, parents lie to kids. I don't want you to think I don't like all old people. I, because I love old, old women. Not in a weird way. I love old ladies. I was very close to my grandmas. Uh, one of my grandmas uh, was named Grandma Max. I'm named after her. Um, and I'm pretty overconfident. There's the line of the show. We're getting close to the end. Hang in there. And everyone's got to pee. Just do it. So I'm overconfident for a guy named through his grandma. I'm in two podcasts. I shouldn't have interrupted that joke. But uh, so, yeah, I love my grandma, Max. And growing up, I had a great relationship with my grandmas. But um, it wasn't so good when we became roommates. Because I, I lived with my grandma, Max, in the retirement facility for six months. I don't have any specific jokes about that. It's a dark time in my life. But I just, that's how I know so much about older men. And uh, we didn't, we didn't, um, we had a few fights. Well, it was just normal roommate stuff. Like, for one, she was very judgmental. And I know, <laughs> now mom's laughing. She's like, yeah! And I know everyone thinks their grandparents are judgmental or older people are. Okay, that's fine that you think that. Did your Nana, when you went to Olive Garden, make you sit by the door so you could watch everyone coming in and comment on their weight? I didn't think so. I was, I'd be sitting there eating and you know, she's watching the door and she'd be like, oh, oh, look, look, oh, look. And then when they passed by, then she would, then she would turn to me and go, big bottom. <laughs> and I was like, it's endless pasta. What do you expect? And it, and it, but when, when, when little kids would come in, it'd be a different noise. When little babies would come in, she'd go, oh, look, look, hi, baby. Hi, baby. And then the, the, the baby would pass us, and she'd look at me and go, ugly baby. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. But the, the other thing was, I didn't like her dinner habits. Okay, I got one. I'm gonna do one bonus joke real quick. Because <laughs> right, mom's laughing and I'm gonna. That fuels everything. I hate it when people called Grandma Max when she had a. Uh, she had a dog, a little dog named Caesar that she got obsessed with. Somehow she got to marry her dog and nobody said shit. <laughs> but. <laughs> somebody would call her and they. And I, I didn't. I couldn't hear what they were saying, but I could guess. And they'd. She'd be like. I, I would assume that she'd be like, hello. And they'd be like, what are you doing? She'd be like, well, little dog is looking at me. <laughs> All right, where do you go from that? <laughs>
And they'd be like, okay, uh, what are you going to do later? And she'd be like, well, later, little dog and I, are might, we might go get a treat. And then she'd be like, oh, no. And the other person would be like, what? What, what happened? I said treat. <laughs> now little dog wants a treat. And then she'd walk over to the cupboard and get a treat. And I, I just, I would be like, all right, I'll call you when the dog is dead so we can talk. But uh, so the dinner habits were not great. Dinner was at 4.30. And there, at the time, there was a show called, does everyone remember Nancy Grace? Nancy uh, Grace. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fans, big fans. <laughs> so I don't know how long the show was. It was. I don't know if it was like a 30 minute show or like a three day show, but they had six minutes of content that they ran on a loop. And this was, this was during the um, Casey Anthony trial. Does anyone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> big fan of the Casey Anthony. All right. Does everyone remember Casey Anthony? She, yes. All right. Good, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> so, so she had three TVs, all right? One was in the kitchen, one was in the living room, and one was in her bedroom, and they were all on full blast of volume. And uh, they, But there was a few-second delay between each of the TVs, but I could hear all of them. So during the uh, Nancy Grace, uh, Casey Anthony trial, it'd be on every night. And it would be on the loop, and it would be from three TVs at full blast. And every time they showed video of Casey Anthony, uh, what was the lady's name? Nancy Grace. Nancy. Yes. She, she, Nancy. You're on a first name basis. <laughs> Nancy. I remember that. But so every 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 time they showed a video of, of Casey Anthony. Nancy Grace would be like, she's no mother. She is no mother. But it would be three TVs, a little bit delayed. <laughs> she's no mother, mother, mother. She's no mother, mother. And then my grandma would always add, how awful. So this is every night for three weeks from three TVs. And I, I, I finally lost it. It was, it, was one of, it was one day and it was... Bad. It was just like, she's no mother's mother. She's no, how awful. Has she no mother? And finally I was like, all right. Was it that bad? <laughs> Everybody needs a break. <laughs> and I went to my facility's closet where there was no TV. But we got along better after the um, second stroke. Because she, uh, yep. it's all downhill from here. We're almost done. It's gonna get worse. So, second stroke was was good because she uh, had to relearn how to talk. So for a while she couldn't talk, and we got along better. And I remember we were in there with the doctor, and he was showing us an X-ray, and there was like a little light gray spot on a big dark gray thing, and grand and he was like, "Oh, your grandma had some brain damage," and I was like oh, that little spot's not that bad. And he goes, no, that's the part that's okay. And I looked over at Grandma, and she goes, <laughs> And he was like, also, she has a little bit of Alzheimer's and uh, dementia. And I was like, oh, who are you telling? You didn't have to scan her. You could just go to Olive Garden with her. 
And but after that, we got along better because um, she had to move into the uh, facility where they took more care of him. Yeah. The uh, assisted living. Yes, assisted living, which was bullshit because I had to move out, <laughs> and I finally had the place to myself. And uh, it was great because, not to come back on old men, but uh, she loved to destroy old men. Not on purpose, it just happened. You know, she would meet somebody. She started, she started dating again, and it was fun to watch because she would destroy their um, body and soul. <laughs> like, I'm, I, like, they would be walking, and then like, oh, I started dating Maxine. And I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> shit. But uh, so she started dating. The last guy she dated was Jim. And no relation to our friend Jim. It was actually Jim's grandpa, but I'm going to talk shit on him. But no, I, it's, your grandpa's nice. I'm sorry I said that. But uh, I don't know your grandpa, really, honestly. So I'm delaying because I forgot the next part of the joke. Oh, yeah, all right. Well, I tried to be friends with Jim. <laughs> I tried to be friends with Jim, all right? I did my best. I would go in there to his room, and I'd talk to him, okay? And, but it... It always make you feel like a weirdo because, you know, um, early detection is key in uh, dementia or things like that. And it's hard with older men because they don't know shit anyways. Like, he had a – I'm not going to do this bit real quick. <laughs> we'll just go to the part where they're dating. So my grandma's dating Jim. And I walk in, and, she, and her and Jim are – I don't know what you call it these days, but it was heavy petting, if you were to call it. <laughs> They're in wheelchairs, you know, so like. <laughs> so I walk in and she's like, oh, hello, honey. And uh, Jim turns around and he's like, hello, young man. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Jim. <laughs> you won't remember, it doesn't matter. Uh, keep your hands off my Nana. <laughs> so he, uh, my, my grandma's like, I'll see you later, honey. And one more thing about old men. I'm going to do this bit real quick. All right. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, old men are cute. Or a, lot of, a lot of women are like, oh, old men are cute. They're not that cute. Because every time a woman comes in who's like, you know, she could be 20 years younger than them, 70 or whatever. <laughs> if a young woman comes in, first of all, they're sitting there like they're dead. They're like, ah. And then a young woman comes in and like, they start getting up. They're like, oh, hello, young lady. <laughs> Hello, young, and they go for a hug. Like, hello, young lady. Every time my mom went to the retirement home, they'd be like, hello, young lady. <laughs> okay, what if I did that at my age now? What if I went to a park, and I sat on a bench like I was dead, and then I saw somebody 20 years younger than me, and I was like, oh, hello, young lady. That's how a predator walks. That's right. <laughs> Just because they're not good at it doesn't mean they're not trying to do it. So I walk in, and Grandma's like, oh, Jim, I'll talk to you later, honey. Jim, cuss it, Jim, thing. And then so, and then I'm talking to my grandma, and we're talking about all her bracelets. Because she's buying a lot of bracelets. I don't have a joke about this, but she bought a lot of bracelets. Like, how does she move her arms up? I mean, a lot of bracelets. It's weird. I don't know. But I was talking to her, we were having a good conversation. And then I, oh, the reason, the way Grandma 
destroyed old men was she'd play it hot and cold. Severe hot and cold. You know when you go out in space without a spacesuit, your blood boils and you freeze to death? She played hot and cold like someone who had brain damage. Because she did. And she was good at it. And so she was like all sweet with Jim. And then we're talking. And then she's watching behind me. And her... <laughs> I thought Sevchek would be the one to throw up. <laughs> so she's watching behind me, and she gets, like, really tight lips. She, gets, she starts turning mad. And I'm like, oh, what's going on behind me? And Jim's trying to leave, but he took too long to leave. He's like, he didn't get out the door. And my grandma's like, hey, Jim, get in here. Get in here, you old fool. And Jim's confused because it's Wednesday, but also because, it, like, she asked him to leave. So he starts turning around, and she goes, yeah, get in here, you old fool. And then it takes too long, so she starts saying, get out. Get out. And then she starts, that was, that was fine. The verbal abuse is fine. But then she starts wheeling up towards him. She's like, get out of here, you fool. And she bumps into him with the wheelchair, and they're wheelchair fighting. And then a nurse comes up. A nurse comes up to break it up. And she's like, what's going on here? And my grandma's too mad to talk, so she's just like, and Jim is confused because it's Wednesday, and he doesn't know what's going on. And so she asked me, and she was like, um, what happened here? And I was like, oh, well, uh, she asked Jim to come inside, and then, honestly, he took too fucking long, and we all hate him now. But things went down from there, and uh, Grandma went into a coma, and they called me up, and they are like, hey, you, gotta, you better come because I think we don't have much time left. And I went in there, and I just I wanted my old grandma back when I was sitting there. I just wanted her back so bad. Uh, I think I prayed, and God was like, um, who are you? Like, <laughs> the last time we talked, PlayStation 1 was out? I don't know what. But she, and Susie was there, and the, nur <laughs> and the nurse was there. And she woke up for a second. She opened her eyes, and she said, I love you. And she reached up her gnarled hand and gave me a hug. And she died the next day, and then... My mom was there, and I was like, Mom, I'm so sorry. And my mom was like, I'm an orphan now. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if that's what you have a family, but uh, I was like, okay. And then uh, the nurse came up, and she was like, oh, uh, Mrs. Kreitzer. And my mom was like, please, call me orphan. <laughs> and the nurse was like, the nurse was like, all right, uh, orphan. Uh, <laughs> Jim's, Jim's awake, and he's confused. And I was like, well, it is Wednesday. <laughs> and my mom was like, okay, I'll go talk to him. Because she was a brave little orphan. And she, <laughs> she went over to him. She's like, Jim, I'm so sorry. You know, uh, you were, I know you're going to miss my mom. And she gave him a hug. And I was like, um, all right, fine. And I went over, and I gave him a hug. And then I leaned in, and I leaned into his ear. And I go, your next motherfucker. <laughs> That's my time. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know how to get out of this. I'm going to play some music.
deserve what you get. You all deserve what you get. Thank you for coming. There's so many drinks upstairs, and there's some food, so go eat it. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>